Please always consult with your physicians prior to making any changes to your treatment plan. Music is courtesy of Ryan Hamner. Welcome to Living with Scanxiety, the cancer podcast, a podcast geared to help you navigate the pediatric cancer world. As a mother of a child who battled a soft tissue sarcoma for over a year, your host, Rosaria Kozar, understands and will help guide you through your journey. She brings the knowledge of experts, families, survivors, and other organizations tied to the pediatric cancer world to your doorstep. Her mission is to inform, support, and promote hope for you and your family. This is where hope lives. This is where hope thrives. Together as one. Life philosophy has changed to life's terminal anyway, so we need to enjoy it and show people that we love them. Hi, this is Rosaria, and I am here today with Matthew Pollan, and he is out of Manchester, England, and he's here today to talk about his diagnosis, his currently battling um, cancer in which he has now at the age of 18 and his original diagnosis was uh, when he was three years old. So he's come a long way and he has an amazing outlook on life. And we're here to hear about his story and his views. So welcome to the show, Matthew. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate you so much for coming on and being willing to open up about your story. So anytime. I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your past in terms of cancer. My past. So when I was three years old in 2006, they found out that after being busy in nursery uh, they told my parents and they took me to the hospital and they found a a brain tumour which was later to be discovered to be a high grade ependymoma which is in the brain and that was successfully removed and treated and that I'd been gone for 14 and a half years so your second diagnosis, how did that come about? How did you know? Uh, well, I'm a runner and I, re- I realised that I was getting a bit more clumsy and falling over, actually getting scars on my knees from falling. Then I was like, the oncologist is there if I need him anyway from the first time. And then I just thought, I'll go and s- and and see what has happened. And I was neurologically fine by him, but he sent me for a precautionary scan anyway. And then that came back with a brain tumour on, on the same site as where I had the other one successfully removed and treated. Mm, I'm so sorry to hear that. And... These are brain cancers, you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's different about this one versus the other one? This one, they can't identify uh, what the brain cancer is. 
Oh, okay. So they don't even know what type it is? No. It's unknown. Oh, wow. Um, so it must be very rare then. It is. But, but I, so, I know that they'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And how are they... What's the maintenance regimen? Like, what are you doing in terms of chemotherapy or radiation? So I had surgery, for, and uh, they were really good. They managed to remove ninety nine percent, and it was really good. But unfortunately, it had spread to my brain stem, so they needed to do radiotherapy, so radiotherapy, I had six weeks of that, and then now I'm currently on chemotherapy tablets. Oh, the tablets? Yeah. And what kind of side effects are you having from those? Good question. Uh, Tiredness, sickness sometimes, uh, constipation, uh, just feeling all around unwell, just feeling weak and vulnerable. I'm so sorry. And do you have a support system? Uh, yeah, I have a counsellor for my charity here, and I also have my family. Well, when I was talking to you earlier, you said you have kind of a large family. Yeah, we have... Uh, Need to count six of us in the house. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> but it's it's always nice to have someone there. Mhm. Do they make you smile a lot? Uh, yeah. Sounded like I needed to think about that, but yeah, they do. What kind of things do you do for hobbies? So keep yourself busy. So I like to call myself a writer and I do poetry. I started that when I had some mental health issues, but it's always been there and got me through stuff. And I've recently started running with my brother about a year ago. This is my twin brother. And we just start. He started running, he wanted some competition, so I thought I'll join for him and then I've been running since. And your poetry, what are the topics you write about? Uh, Anything, I just... Sometimes they're quite dark about mental health, other times they're just happy. Usually they're just what I'm thinking. And in terms of the running, tell me more about that. So a year ago, my brother was getting annoyed that there was no real competition for him at the club because no one was in his age category. And he just said, why don't you come down? I thought, okay. Then I I started running. So I've, I've done a couple of races, so I've done a, f- a 5K and a 9K trail race. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to run with other people 
that share a similar interest to you. Absolutely. And does it give you a feeling of normalcy? Uh, yeah. So I'm do I'm also doing it at the moment, just because I do want to get back to running club, and I do want to get back enjoying running on that. I am back up to running a mile, but I need to get back up to 5K, which is the ultimate goal. But running mm-hmm. as a whole, it, even if it's a little bit of running, it feels uh, feels good to do and it feels normal again. Excellent. Well, I'm happy to hear that you have a hobby like that. And writing can be so good for mental health purposes. You can get stuff off your chest, so to speak. And it seems like that's what you do. It is what I write a blog about my uh, cancer journey as well. And that seems to help other people as well as me. So I'll do anything to help and raise awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can we find this blog? Uh, it's it's running through cancer. You can find it uh, on my social medias at on all my social medias at running through cancer. So at running through cancer. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And before you had this relapse, and before you had the symptoms. Uh, through your teenagehood, what kind of things did you like to do? Uh, I did. So I went to a pretty normal school and I did enjoy football or soccer. That's what you call it. And Yeah, I know. <laughs> it depends and, on what country you're in. But yeah, so soccer, football, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I enjoyed doing basketball with the school is there anything else that you want to tell us what's your life philosophy so i so my life philosophy has changed over the years from the first cancer treatment which i didn't really know about and then my my mum dying of cancer unfortunately and then me getting cancer again my life philosophy has changed to life's terminal anyway so we need to enjoy it and show people that we love them i'm so sorry to hear about your mom that's um that must have been extremely devastating especially at such a young age and how close was that to your diagnosis so she she had cancer twice so the first diagnosis was like a year or two after I'd been given the all clear. And then that went away, supposedly. And then a few years later, it came back and it spread all, all over the body from the breast. And unfortunately, she died. So, and then about another nine years later, I found it again so uh, I think it was eight or nine years to my mother's death I was 
admitted to hospital for surgery. Mm, so sorry to hear that. That's awful. Um, and that kind of speaks to your life philosophy now where um, life is terminal and you need to enjoy the times that you have now. Yeah. And is that your way of making peace or is do you have another uh, means? Uh, making peace, you can't. We can't, so you just need to try and get on with it. You can't accept it or make peace with it. Mm-hmm. But that philosophy is really about yeah, life is the longest thing that you're going to have experience. So why not do what you want with it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, if you could tell the world anything right now, what would you want people to hear or people to know about want, you and your legacy? About me? I want people to know that I I was Matthew. I wasn't just someone with a, with a brain tumour. I'm ter- terminal cancer because... That what that's not me. I'm Matthew who writes and enjoys sports. And my aim is to actually graduate before I know that I die because two to four years is the average life expectancy of someone with brain cancer. So I just want to graduate and know let people know that I'm proud. I just don't want to be forgotten. I'm sure you won't be forgotten. Um, you have an amazing outlook on life, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I am speechless. I really don't know what to say. It's a bit better me than any other people. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Absolutely. And I want to ask before we go in terms of people remembering you uh, what do you want people to know the message uh, that you want to send to others I want people to know that there's someone out there that loves you and you, you love other people so just let let them know that you love them and I I always say that I love people because I know it it could be the last chance that you get to say it. That's beautiful. That really is. Um oh gosh. Oh wow. Well, I just want to say I'm sorry we have to cut short here, but I am so thankful that you took the time with uh, me and our listeners to to tell your story you have such a positive outlook and i really appreciate you sharing that with the world thank you well you're welcome and thank you for joining us Uh, thank you thank you for letting me on thank you for tuning in to living with scanxiety please subscribe to hear more informative discussions like today's music is courtesy of ryan hamner 